This is Points North on Interlochen Public Radio, a show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. I'm Peter Payette. Land preservation is on the ballot in Michigan this year. Proposal 1 would change how the state spends the money it gets from oil and gas production. Right now, Michigan uses oil and gas dollars to buy and maintain public lands. That's it. We don't use this money for anything else. The ballot proposal would keep it that way, far into the future. Lexi Krupp takes a look at this unique program Michigan has for land preservation and explains what changes if we pass Prop 1. The state owns a lot of the oil and gas resources in the ground, and companies pay for the right to drill for those fuels. This measure voters have to weigh in on, Prop 1, it's about how the state uses that income. Right now, there isn't a ton of oil and gas drilling in Michigan. That's according to this guy. Yeah, so it's Ramey, like Do Ramey. Daniel Ramey studies energy policy with a focus on oil and gas at the think tank Resources for the Future. He says Michigan, it's no Texas of the Midwest. Michigan has not been a major oil and gas producing state for, for decades. The state used to produce a fair amount of natural gas from a band of bedrock that crosses northern Michigan called the Antrim Shale. It's this fine layer of sedimentary rock with pockets of natural gas. But more recent efforts to tap deeper, they've come up short. And that's why you don't see a lot of new drilling happening in the state right now, right? There's really maybe a couple dozen wells get drilled each year compared with thousands of new wells in a place like Texas. Back in the 70s, the state made a lot more money from oil and gas. At that point, Michigan did something really clever. They said, think of the children. We should invest. The state put these oil and gas dollars in something called a trust fund. And this pot of money, it grows every year. Daniel says this is a really smart setup. Putting it in a trust fund is really considered best practice. And Not all states in the U.S. do it, but Michigan does it. And what makes Michigan really unique here is that lawmakers decided all of this money should be spent on public lands, both buying land and maintaining it. Marvin Roberson, a forest ecologist with Michigan Sierra Club, says that decision has really paid off. People come from all over the country because of our state parks and state forests. The public land we've got here is the envy of everyone. I've got friends in Illinois and Ohio who come up here just desperate for the kind of public land we've got. And this program, it's pretty widely acclaimed. But there's a catch. There's a limit on how much money the state can put into these trust funds. There are actually two, one for state parks and the other for county and city land. For one of these funds, we've already hit this cap. It was $500 million. Which brings us to this proposal. It's for voters to decide, once we hit the cap on this second fund, Where should the money from oil and gas go? Glenn Chown helps explain this. He's the executive director of the Grand Traverse Regional Land Conservancy. I'm going to sit down into my spot here. It looks out a beautiful window over a beautiful landscape. Glenn is really adamant that this money should continue to support public lands. Once that cap is met, then oil and gas revenues on state land would go into the general fund or into things like building roads and filling potholes, which is not the intent of this program. 
Now, it would be a while before this happens. One estimate says we have another 30 years before we reach this cap. So the vote now is for way down the line. How many times do we get to vote on something and ask to have foresight, say, a generation out? And there is one more change in Prop 1, which has ruffled some feathers with a few environmental groups, like the Green Party and the Sierra Club. It's a tweak with how we dish out funding for public lands. That would mean slightly more money can go towards maintenance, things like upkeep of trails and restrooms, and the state would have a little less money for acquiring new property. Here's Marvin again with the Sierra Club. What land resources will be lost if we can't use the funds to purchase it? Now, to be clear, 75% of the annual interest from these funds could still go towards buying new land. And this change would go into effect immediately. So to summarize, a yes vote on Prop 1 says let's keep funding public lands with oil and gas money in perpetuity. And it's okay to spend more on maintenance. A no vote is saying a few decades out, oil and gas money could be spent in other ways that have nothing to do with public lands. And for now, we'll leave the current program in place. You're listening to Points North from Interlochen Public Radio. In our field guide last week, we learned about a mushroom that smells like dog poop, literally. And I suggested you would never be tempted to eat a dog stinkhorn. But Zachary Ray in Traverse City let us know you can eat the egg sac of a dog stinkhorn. You have to dig that part out of the ground. Zachary says he's done this and it tastes like a bland radish with a jelly center. So maybe you're tempted now. In that case, we apologize for the error. If you have a comment or a question, drop us a voice message or email at pointsnorth at interlochen.org. That's our show this week. It was produced by me, Peter Payette, with Lexi Krupp and help from Cheryl Bartz. On next week's show, in northern hardwood forests, trees have a much tougher time growing than you'd imagine. We'll meet a man trying to change that. Tree regeneration of a broad, diverse mix of tree species on these sites is our goal, and it's really the goal of all of forestry to do that. But it might take a lot of human intervention at this point. That's next week on Points North. Tune in on IPR News Fridays during Morning Edition or search for Points North wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Thank you.